Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you could ever need, ever in any game, ever that you are or will be playing. I'm your host, NC Weber, here with my trusty co-hosts, your old pal, old Maddie, and mmm, it's Darcy, mmm, yum yum yum, and a brand new person that I'm so sorry that you had to witness that. <laughs> Jack, hello, hello Jack, Jack is here, Jack is joining us for the first time Tell us Jack, what are your credentials? Why do you like things? Why do I like things? Why do you like things? Uh, human nature, I guess oh. so That's a big question I'm Trying to rid human nature pretty much of my whole life Just live entirely robotically But it's not really working out That's for the me, dream so. mm. That's the dream mm. uh, I've been playing tabletop for a while with uh, old Darcy here that's, that's my credentials. That's the only credential I possess. <laughs> now, now what, is, what is the dynamic here? Who's the dungeon master and who's the player? Or are you both players? It's, it's kind of like a weird sexual relationship, actually. Mm. We take turns. One time I'll be the DM. Uh, another time he will be. But Ooh, we're that's always, spicy. We're yeah. always players. Yeah. <laughs> Each to their own, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because we have a new person here. I have getting to know your question. Okay. I've got one. Okay, please. I've got one. Uh, so, in the break, we were discussing... Um, uh, 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 Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. And we were discussing the fact that Robinson Crusoe was stuck on an island with the Holy Bible. And how he went a little bit nutty and enjoyed that book a lot. Mm. So, here's my question. Mm. It's a thunderstorm. You crashed on an island and you're trapped there for 25 years. Not again. Uh, oh God. What <laughs> piece of literature did you have packed into your stowaway kit? That you managed to get on the island and you can read it for 25 years. I mean, it's really unfortunate for me, but I very rarely pack actual books because they're so heavy. Well, maybe the ship has crashed and someone else's book washes up and you oh, go, oh, okay. I've heard about this book. I like it. Okay. All right. Uh, I hope that it is the end of science. The end. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. It, no, basically it's a book. It was published... I want to say like 99, so it's a little out of date now, but basically going around one, the interviewer talking to all the different um, kinds of science, so chemistry, biology, about what would be the end point of their field of science. Like what do they have to get to and define before chemistry is done now or physics is done now. We know everything there is to know. Okay. Yep. Uh, Matthew? Very good. Um I'd be torn between, you know, what I actually read books for, which is escapism and kind of literary kind of fun, mm. 
and yeah a science kind of angle like this is a book i'm going to read for 25 years do i how much do i want to dissect it so i'm going to cheat (laughs) and and say depending what universe and what mood i'm feeling in the moment Mm. that my plane is going down (laughs) in that fateful moment i would either be the count of monte cristo which is of course the ultimate revenge tale by alexander dumas (laughs) it's got so many different kind of facets to that story there's a swashbuckler there's a mystery there's and of course when you're on an island what are you going to be planning revenge of course 25 years (laughs) and guess who's cast away in the count of monte cristo oh the count of monte cristo but uh (laughs) uh, so honestly that would be the book i would have I, i mean it's just one, it's my second favorite book of all time. And if I was going to do the science angle for some reason, even though I'm not mm. that into science, even though I think it's awesome, um, Sapiens. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, Jack Thompson. Okay, okay. So I'm a huge kind of popular fantasy nerd, I guess. Mm. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm the worst. I hate that's, that's exactly what this podcast isn't about. We hate <laughs> fantasy here. <laughs> Get it out. It's in the bin. Um... So I'd probably choose, even though I've probably read it a ton of times already, I'd probably choose Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Purely because, and I've already discovered a few, he's hidden so many little secrets in in those novels. uh, And there's like a few, like you won't even get them the first couple of times you read it. But I think given 25 years with nothing else to do, maybe I could crack it. (laughs) And it's so long. Come back to civilization and be like, guys, I did it. And they're like, dude, the third book's out. We've... We, yeah, we got He's it all. Fixed it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's out. <laughs> no, it just oh. he actually released an appendix two yeah. years after the yeah. final publication. I know. There's more <laughs> <laughs> missing out on vital stuff. That's good. And you? Uh, Garfield comics. Uh, oh God. Just 25 years of just Garfield comics. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> and then, by the time you see me, I am dressed as a cat, and I'm completely insane. I and really send you back to the island. <laughs> and my sense of comedy is completely blown out of proportion. <laughs> what I find funny is just like nothing. Lasagna. The word lasagna. <laughs> bah, ah. uh, we don't know how we got out, so we're going to take him back. Right? <laughs> I think it's really interesting that none of us tried to game the system and then put like a survival handbook or anything. It's nah. been done before. <laughs> Figure it out or die. <laughs> Holy I'll, wow. I'll die. Like, <laughs> But I'll be laughing at... The hilarious feline. Yeah, my urge to live is not strong enough to survive twenty five <laughs> years on a desert island. Like there, are, there are levels, there are levels of 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 life that are of living that I'm prepared to mm. to um, accept, and living on a desert island is not one of them. <laughs> For twenty five years, fair enough. I, I get fair enough. Well, to be honest, I'm just, I'd be glad just to be on the island so I have time to read. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. But it's just one book. What happens when you've read it for the hundredth time? I read it for the hundred and first time. Yeah, so nice. like wow. What are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get into the actual episode, shall we? Sounds good. If you've uh, if you've stuck with us this far, what we do here is we take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and we provide some hooks for your games. So we present them in the form of a magic trick. So we first come up with the pledge, which is the basic seed of the idea. Then we turn that pledge into a bit more of a fleshed out idea, a bit more history behind it, what it's going to actually do. Um, and then finally, the prestige, which is we we give you a few options of how to include this hook in your game with your players. You, Darcy is looking 
very dubious, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. until I noticed that he was looking dubious and then he changed his expression. Did I miss something? No, nothing. I'm just excited. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> just excited. <laughs> <laughs> so the card that we are taking uh, inspiration from today is the Thunder Spirit, which is an elemental an elemental spirit that is flying and first strikes. So does anyone want to describe what the card looks like? Uh, it's a uh, thundery gargoyle with lightning hands uh, flying over a wheat field looking uh, grumpy, but not really angry. Just kind of mm. grumpy. And you, and you did point out that it does look like lightning is striking a group of people yeah. that are a few pixels. Three little tall. pixels. I think they're people, but they could be anything. Could be trees. Could be that. He just really doesn't like trees. Really doesn't like trees. I hate trees. <laughs> I mean, okay. look at the rest of them. I'm a god of thunder and I hate trees. I mean, look at the rest of the land. There's nothing there. They could be that's trees. What, that's <laughs> what he's been <laughs> doing <laughs> this, 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 this whole time. <laughs> 10,000 years. And that's the first hook. <laughs> and the word that we have uh, selected is domination. So, lots of fodder for hooks there. Mm. Who would like to go first? I may go first. Yes. I may. Go. <laughs> I must insist on consonants. Articulation. Uh, very well. I guess I will use the whole speaking Alphabet. skill that Wait. I have developed in my word podcast over time. <laughs> okay, so. My pledge is that old Maddie was frolicking as he does through a golden wheat field mm-hmm. and he stumbled across, let's say, a dormant volcano. Yes. Sure. And I am in, I've my, my card is setting and something else, which I'll reveal later. <laughs> okay. But my setting is I'm in um, very much Janasi kind of known spiritual lands. Like game masters can put whoever, what, whatever people they want on top of there. But tr- like ancient times, this was Janasi land. So lots of lots of elemental spirits. Lot of, yeah, a lot of elemental spirits yeah. running around. And I find a dormant volcano. And let's say for some reason I'm prospecting. <laughs> and the gold is rich in this volcano. Rich, I say. So I go up to the top, and this is a long extinct volcano, so I'm happy as a clam to go as with a reckless abandon as carelessly deep into the volcano as I wish. Inevitably, I fall. And as I go down this slippery side, I end up at the base, which is actually surprisingly, to my surprise, a golden land, as in the picture, with a great big sky. And stormy clouds are brewing and dark figures in yonder distance. Okay, so the setting yes. that you are proposing is underneath the ground as it is mm-hmm. through this volcano. And so it is a journey to the center of the earth kind of situation. Yes. And through kind of, you know, spiritual kind of elemental kind of magic or some kind, there is a sky, a storm, a storm sky that's just kind of. endless. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I got one. Please. So mine is a magical item, and I'm going away from nature into a bustling town. You're walking into the store, and behind is, oh, it's Grimgore the Goblin. Hello! And Grimgore sells magical items, and one of them is a small metallic box with a lens at the front, 
and what looks to be several glass panels on the top that spin around. Uh, and Grimgore says, Oh, it'll help you capture items and things. You go, Oh, well, I don't know. I'm, 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 An item that helps you capture items? Oh, yeah, that's it, monsieur. Is it like a metal detector or a magnet? Oh, you just have to use it. Otherwise, I'm going to give away all the secrets straight away. He's just being real vague about this. Yeah, he's being real vague. I don't think so, I want to buy this, Grimgar. So, and then you realise why no one else is in the store. So It's like Vince from ShamWow. Does it look like a lantern with like a lens on the front and rotating discs Okay, kind of so above? it's a metallic box that is a rectangle, yeah. a lens at the front of the box, mm-hmm. or one of the sides of the box, and at the top is what looks to be like a, a little carousel of glass. Oh. Uh, with panels okay. reflecting outwards. And he says, it'll help you capture items. I'm going to be honest, Grimgar. looks like you just went into the back and put this together yourself and are trying to sell it to me as a magic item. Is that, uh, is that glue? <laughs> I think I can see glue on this anyway, thing. Anyway, shop's close enough. As long as it's magical glue, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he throws it in your possession and he uh, shuts the door and he says, we're closed now. Okay. We open for 30 minutes at a time. So we, so, so we have the lens box uh, from Grimgar um, as, uh, as one hook. And then, Jack, what have, what have we got? Okay, so uh, went with the obvious one. I got Monster as uh, nice. my little card nice. there. And I'm going to go with, uh, like, straight up... Uh, Darcy, can I get some, uh, can I get some like, wind whistling through the grass no. sound effects? Yeah, you and your party marching through these endless plains, these cornfields... Wind kind of starts to pick up a little bit. You see a storm wall approaching. Oh no! Like, oh no! That storm wall wasn't there ten minutes ago. This thing's <laughs> too fast. What are we gonna do? Storm wall overtakes you. Uh, you can only see ten, fifteen feet in front of you. It's just black cloud all around. Lightning. <laughs> Huge lightning face uh, appears in the clouds. What are you doing in my domain? And uh, I'm thinking this this monster is some kind of. You know, maybe thunder. It's. I don't know if I want to make it a spirit or a god or just some kind of elemental force that is manifested to just kind of annoy your party a bit. Okay. Right. So, storm monster. Yeah. Let's okay. go with storm monster. Oh wait, no. So like actual name. Uh, you don't have to name me ever, please. If you want I'll to, just say the, I encourage you I to. I want to go with The Thunderer, because Ooh. it's a cool name. I nice. Like that, yeah. The Thunderer. Well, yeah. Thunderer, consider me irked. <laughs> <laughs> Good, that was my intention. <laughs> Ooh, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's go back around the other way. So let's start with The Thunderer. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to know why he is... The way he is and why he wants no one to be in his domain. Okay, so so I want some backstory. All right, here's here's the backstory. Ages long past, all of these. Uh, there are many more of these elemental forces. There is, you know, uh, this force of rain, this force of growth of forest of etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm thinking that in order to kind of calm down the, the the sheer elemental forces ravaging the planet. Uh, this group of people uh, trapped all of these forces within some kind of maybe idol. They they they've got like a room full of statues. Yeah. Each statue depicting one of the uh, one of the beings. Uh, the the thunderer is real upset that he's that he's trapped. He doesn't like that. So after millennia of shaking the inside of the statue. Bang, 
bang, pounding it. He finally cracks it open and he's out and he's angry. And you were the first people he's come across. I like it. Mm. So the Thunderer is kind of an ancient spirit that has been trapped and is going to get you because you look like the people that trapped him. Yeah, to him, yeah. every human is is the person he trapped. Every him. biped. <sighs> feet? Who needs those? <laughs> Why don't you just float in the sky? I know. Like me. So the easy. Thunderer. <clears throat> That's such like, it's, it sounds like a, like a really uncool nickname someone gives themselves. Yeah, sounds like a dime right? store novel, like from the forties. Like, <laughs> I kind of want to read that though now. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. read it. Oh, oh, I would, I'd be like a dime, you chump, what a steal! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what kind of gold you just throwing away. All right, well let's let's go back to the lens box that Grimgar Grimgore Grimgore has box. thrown at you and mocked his door. I really want to know what this is about. Yeah. Okay. So um, obviously. He said you could capture items in it. You go outside. Uh, you're walking around. Oh, look out. It's a... Uh, what's a monster? Minotaur. It's a minotaur. Quick, guys. Minotaurs are people. <laughs> Let's not get into <laughs> magical <laughs> creature rides, please. It's look. a basilisk. <laughs> okay. Look, it's a... <laughs> It's a minotaur, which uh, some depending. Look, let's just try and catch him, and we can talk about it later. Uh, and then they grab Grimgore's box and they shine it on him. Uh, a projected light flicks out onto Grimgore. Oh, sorry, not onto Grimgore. I'm thinking about you, Grimgore. Flicks onto the minotaur. Flickety flick, flick, flick. Um, seems to give him a bit of a scan, and then does nothing. Brilliant. And of course, the party is furious. What? Now we're going to fight a minotaur. Oh no! It's like, All of our suspicions have been confirmed. What a waste of time! I don't know why we tried this in the first place. Mm, okay, but then here's the thing: the box rumbles, uh, the glass spins, flickety flick, 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 and erupting out of the top with arcane energy is a projected image of the creature which you've taken footage of as it Ooh, thunders and roars. And I choose you. Yeah, but it's only an image, and it's only things you've recorded. What you've got, essentially, is it's a... Video camera. With it's a projector. Like, yeah, it's like a ah. box of minor illusion. That's yeah, so yeah, cool. That's what that's it is, so but cool. it's only things you've taken images of. So you can't be like, I cast dragon. You have to be... And and you know, and then you've got a, a chances to do... The mayor's been sneaky out back, and he says, I'll let a... What is he, what's they saying? Monsters Inc.? I'll let a thousand children oh, die uh, before oh, I right, yeah. company. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die, and they they play that and you say, huh, "Well, Mr. Mayor, got your goose." Uh, so that's my. <laughs> How much do we pay for called? this thing again? Uh, Grimgore's magic box. That is an upsetting name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll confess, I was really hoping for "Got Your Goose." Oh yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> oh no, I feel like that's the name of my thing. Oh no, Barrett, actually. Got your goose. Got your goose. Yay! Got your goose. Good things happen to good people. Except for Grimgar. Yeah. Sell it. <laughs> Although yeah, technically, although, did he sell it or did he just give it to it, you? It sounded like he just kind of shoved it in your arms. Now I want to know why, does, why does he not want it? But yeah, exactly. To be revealed. Okay, well, next time. Let's go back to old Maddie then. All right. So old Maddie's found himself in the subterranean golden field of storm clouds and mystery. And I venture forth to the figures I see in yonder distance where a large centre of the storm seems to be conglomerating. Mm. Now, in your in my travels, old Maddie has heard of the Genasi and has met a few Genasi 
and he's become aware that every Genazi kind of elemental kind of tribe, you know, there's air Genazi and fire Genazi, they have like a radical kind of cult attached to each that kind of takes their faith. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't... (laughs) (laughs) As a race, they are known to be cultish. No, no, <laughs> just, you know. Oh. This is Minotaurs all over again. Oh, what, have I done? Done. <laughs> what have we done? Oh, dear. Okay, yeah. so you know that yeah. uh, around the mm. phenomenon of genocide, there are cults. Yeah. So they're and, kind of spiritual. And the reason cults. why, like, each kind of element has the same is because it's all chasing the same myth. It's a myth chasing of the, the like, the, the fifth genasi. And that element, of course, is a lightning genasi. Mm. I'm yet to come with, up with a cool name for it yet. But you've but, had so long. I know. But um, so, and as you reach these figures in yonder distance, you realise it is a summoning circle to create this fifth genasi. And in the skies, you can see this lightning genasi gargoyle with great wings kind of glooming. And it's, te- and it's terraforming the land around you. And it's creating, like... It's not just creating mountains and rivers and volcanoes and lava banks and all that. It's creating structures of an architecture you've never seen before. So this this setting, this underneath this volcano, is basically this this being trying to create a race in its own image. It's, is that what you're after? No, you it's kind of recreating a civilization that's not recorded in history or Something anything. Something that maybe it right. knows from like way back. Way way back. So it's like. So, like, it's imagine seeing, like, the Earth kind of evolve and terraform mm-hmm. in, like, is, the span of an hour. Is this and being native to the plane that this takes place well, on? Well, you don't know. You know there's a legend of the fifth right. of the Lightning Genasi. Okay. And this, like, group is, like, really kind of in-depth in kind of combining themselves. Like, they're losing their essence is kind of being oh, taken into the yeah, storm cool. by this lightning That's strike. Sick. Yeah. And that's where old Maddie has found himself. Okay. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't yeah. he? Okay. Indeed. So, well, let's move on to the prestiges. So, who would like to go first with their prestige? Does anyone have anything? I, I can prestige. Okay. But, um, I'd also like to... I've got, a, I've got a simple prestige, but I'd like to see if you guys can come up with something more interesting. My simple prestige is that the item itself is flawed. Uh, and that although you take footage of a bunch of different creatures, when you use the item, you have to roll for it and you may end up trying to scare your enemies but popping up footage of your party member in the shower instead <laughs> firstly why do you have footage of your party member in the shower uh, most of my <laughs> characters are creepy uh, <laughs> oh good we just we just left the box it's kind of an accident I don't know you, I must you left have the just... box with the bard that's what happened oh, <laughs> bards. Um, yeah but I'll open up to the group if you guys have any other better suggestions I, I like that I think that um, what you, your the way that this box was kind of phrased to us earlier was that it was kind of like maybe a little bit shady. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know if this box is even like well built. I would like to see what happens when it malfunctions. Yeah. Like maybe uh, maybe it, it creates some kind of weird amalgamation creature or does things shows things incorrectly. Mm. And I suppose that could probably lead to some uh, social conflict That's if maybe one, yeah. you're you're recording something specific. So I was thinking something along the lines of the idea that like a photograph will steal your soul. Ooh. So if you, it, you know, like you do this to monsters and then you get this image, but if you do do it to your one of your team members and you just play around with this image of them for a while, but then after they have a long rest, they'll wake up and they'll have one level, exa- level mm. of exhaustion. Mm. 
That's good. And, and they, then the mm. next time you do it, they they heal up from that and they recover. But if they if you do it again, they'll wake up with two levels of exhaustion, etc. Mm. Uh, etc. Et and so you, if you do it six times, they don't wake up. Mm. Uh, and so that sort of thing, like it's if if they pick up on it, or if you have a particular uh, particular big bad that you want to very subtly kind of undermine, is maybe just like every now and then, just be in a crowd and just take their image. Um, like it's very non-invasive way of taking someone out. I like the idea. Long play. I like the idea as well that at the core of the machine, if that's where it's storing all these spirits, these souls, this energy, um, is I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and I like the idea of like you having to go through a process of trying to get the things out. So yeah. say if you went to go into the box to get your friend's souls out, then all the other things are yeah, in there as well. Exactly. And I kind of like the idea, kind of like you know how and um. Especially it was as it was a good trope in old sixties like Cold War movies. Like you'd find these rolls of film with like kind of controversial material on it of like big powerful figures. You might not be the first owner of this yeah, box. Yeah, who else has owned so the box? So as you journey into it to get your friend's souls back, it's you're brilliant. seeing its memory and it's <laughs> got some brilliant. like dark details about the emperor or something. And it's yeah. like, oh my god, big conspiracy! Or things about your history. Maybe you're in the mm. background of a shot and you go, I don't remember being here. Or is that oh, my father? Weird. My long lost father? It's like they're all bleeding together. Hey there, son. I hope you get this footage one day. Yeah, that's really interesting. interesting. And yeah. a real interesting way to play with the the, uh, the timeline of the narrative of your mm. game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. To do, yeah. Jumping Cut back in like I'm, I'm happy with that. Backstory stuff for your characters too in there. What did we end up calling it? Grimgore's Mad... Oh, no, wait, no. Uh, goose. Got goose. your gotcha goose. Got yo goose. <laughs> <laughs> A 70s porn flick coming to you. <laughs> Got oh, yo No, thank you. Somebody order some geese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn you, Grimgar. <laughs> <laughs> That's footage. That could be footage. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's go back to uh, the the lightning genasi. Uh, the arc genasi. The arc genasi. A-R-K. Um, so... Old Maddie is in the midst of this, and as all this is happening around him, I'm not sure. Um, before it's too, it's too late. Um, the Janasi like kind of myth chases. They're gone into the storm, and the lightning kind of Janasi above is getting really powerful. It's noticed you, so it's a bit of like a chase kind of thing to get to some sort of safe ground as shelters built and the civilization is grows around you. And then these, I like the idea of these. That um, he, the Ark Genasi kind of like the storm kind of amalgamates into one big kind of ball of lightning in the sky, and then he drops, and then it's like this one lightning Genasi, and Ark Genasi, sorry, and you have a conversation with him because party members are want to talk to ominous creatures that come out of nowhere <laughs> in clearly evil circumstances, mm. because my second part of the card was setting an evil NPC. Right. So he is an ancient legendary Janasi from eons ago and his goal is domination of course to take this his like this terraformed earth from under the volcano now and kind of terraform it to the surface above and reclaim the ancient land. Question. Yes. Have they resurrected him or have they time traveled him? I would say time traveled him. Yes. I think that's the more interesting yeah. of the two. Taking this ancient evil that was growing and then suddenly just disappeared. Mm. And then now you have to deal with them. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, your party obviously being a bit cocksure, probably a bit experienced in uh, taking down world-dominating demons. They, I don't know why you would say that. 
They think, all right, <laughs> let's take on this legendary Arctanasi from a time we don't understand. Mm, but it'll be fine. Before they know it, out of the structures and this weird architecture that you just don't understand come a Janasi like you've never seen before. Not quite as sparkly kind of crazy as the Arctanasi before you, but kind of those, like his kind of ancient people. Mm. Yeah. Right. So Maybe. that's the thing. I think including something like that, you you want to kind of have the keys to the downfall. Like if you've had this conversation mm. and he's not 100% I'm going to kill you now that I've told you everything about my plan. Yeah. Um, the keys to undoing the evil in inverted commas that he's doing mm. should be in this world that he's terraformed here yes. while he's away doing something to the surface world I think because he's obviously come down he's made this announcement that his people are back and he's going to terraform he's going to do what he can to bring the the world world below to the world above yeah and so your party has to find ways within this creation that he's made mm. to undo it or may, maybe find the happy medium where the lightning Janasi can Coexist with the other kinds of Janasi in the real world. Yeah, I do. Without, agree. yeah, because it would be it would be just not just about you know undoing and stuff and destroying, but it's about understanding and yeah. finding mm. you know who are they and what's it all about and mm. what can we do in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. and Ark Janasi. That's my title. See, when you said the fifth Janasi, I really wanted you to go the heart Janasi. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't grow up with Captain Planet, so I didn't... No, you're a child. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all Maddie. Yes, the youngest one here, (laughs) probably. All right, well, let's go back and finally to Jack. Uh, So how can the party kind of come across this? I think maybe I already jumped the gun a bit when I was first introducing the idea. So if any of you guys have ideas, but I, I always... I love really soft plot points, things that don't necessarily just show up in the game and you have to deal with. So I'm thinking that maybe just over the course of a couple of sessions, people notice the weather just gets worse and it just continues to get worse and worse until your party may or may not decide to actually investigate that, mm. what's what's going on. And I think it's more of a... This whole issue is more of a like a world-building thing because then you get to think about well, what does the weather going so bad do to everyone else that the party interacts with Mm. well yeah well it definitely could be that perhaps miles and miles to the west just on the horizon there's a storm that has been going for two weeks straight yeah and people who and maybe that was the food bowl of the region and now that that's Uh. been going like all the all the grain is spoiled, mm. uh, and they can't grow anything or harvest anything anymore because prices go up. Everything's muddy, so food starts getting, animals start getting sick, um, and there's like an exodus away from this constant storm. Mm. So that can be kind of like the hook that if they want to follow that, yeah, they yeah. can or yeah. like optional stuff. Yeah, and I, mm. I love the idea of you're traveling into the terrain while everyone else is traveling out, so you're dealing with mudslides mm. and. Thunder strikes and falling trees and um, in, in climbable terrain, you need to get up to the top of this mountain or something to get into yeah. where, the, where the idols are. Or There's yeah. a lot of like non-direct confrontation problems that this monster is creating. Mm. And yeah, I also yeah. like that there are two distinct solutions to the problem of this storm 
monster yeah. in that you can fight him with magic, etc., and hopefully subdue him mm. uh, or kill him outright. Or you can talk to him and maybe if you let the other spirits go, yeah. they can they would all they return, find their balance and equilibrium. equilibrium yeah. 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 Rather than just having the storm reigning supreme. Mm. Yeah. Kind of moral. That's nice. It's always nice to s- try and push some moral stuff <laughs> yeah. in or, front of the players. Or just see which one they take and then, you know, make fun of them for always choosing <laughs> the bad. As, as, actually, as, as, an, as an item or a thing to bring, it might also be interesting is if you have a weaker spirit, you have to get there to talk to it. Oh, with. that's lovely. This is the... That's amazing. This is the... The, the adjacent power which might be the sun which yeah, has become yeah. weak due to his mm. growing power right. and the only way that it can that you can subdue it is if they speak and it says like brother come on stop this messing about <laughs> knock quit it, it off <laughs> yeah quit it and then you have a magical item <laughs> that gets stronger as time goes by oh yeah, this yeah, it's too true. much rain don't worry I'll heat it up use the oh, that's yeah. so good. totem I'm imagining like Mushu from Disney's Mulan yeah. talking to Shenron <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah there, 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 there. that's good only if we include the Dragon Ball Z theme in every episode though oh yeah oh, I mean it's your game you can do whatever you want <laughs> okay so what did we call yours uh, the Thunderer we had the Thunderer we had uh, was it Cook Your Goose uh Got your goose. Got your goose. And <laughs> Stop the Arctanasi. The Arctanasi. Uh, okay, so those are the hooks that we've come up with this week. If you want to use them in your game, please do and let us know how it goes. As always, we are produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License, which means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit and do not use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way... If you're getting paid for it, we would just like some credit. Mm. And so that has been us for another week. Thank you very much, Jack, for your first outing. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope to have you back some other time. Would love that. Thank love you, it. Darcy. Ha, ha. Oh, Get God. that goose. Stop. Stop. See ya. He doesn't. <laughs> he never will. What's right. done is done. <laughs> and thank you, Matthew, once again. Merci beaucoup. And Ooh. of course, we can mm. all find yes. you as always on Delicious Word Sandwich. Delicious Word Sandwich. Why? I want to taste Why that sandwich. Do do yum, 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 yum. Put that sandwich in my Some mouth. of them yeah. are more tasty than others. I'm just going to say, <laughs> put that out there. Chicken and mayo, best, uh, best combination. It's a good combination, but how do I do that thematically? Chicken Run, what, the uh, novelization of the movie. Bam, whoa, oh, I straight yeah. out. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, we'll be back same time next week with more plot hooks for your games. Until then, keep playing games, everyone. Bye. 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 Good morrow, mine kiotis. Tis I, your once in future pal, old Matty. Through fortuitous wheeling and or dealing, old Matty bamboozled, hoodwinked, and duped himself an official That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Delicious Word Sandwich, the only podcast that transforms literary readables into scrumptious edibles, and the only literature podcast ever made, probably. Get a questionable recipe and an impeccable book breakdown all in one by the month as old Matty reviews a New Yorker short story, shares some advice from the almighty titan and old Matty's idol, Ernest Hemingway, then finally transforms every element of classic novel into ingredients.
ingredients. Example, marvel as I turn the Maltese Falcon's cynical characters into smoky bitter cheese, and its hard-boiled plot into an egg. Shell included. All the while, Delicious Words Sandwich chronicles old Maddie's madcap misadventures, in which he conquers death. So be sure to catch Delicious Words Sandwich on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and in your demonically possessed spaghetti. Until then, farewell, my kiotis. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.